Welcome back to the Perth Business Podcast. On this episode, I talk to the guys from That's Rank, a podcast where hosts Bob and Liam rank guest topics on the fly. We talk all about starting a podcast, the origins of podcasting, and tips and tricks from podcasters for anyone looking to start their own. Give it a listen and let us know what you think. Actually, to be fair though, one thing about podcasting is the the liquid that you have is actually very important. Mm. True. Like the red wine episodes that I drink. I like. I just call them red wine episodes now. It's either a vodka episode or a red wine episode. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's like a whiskey. You're like, yeah. oh, sherry cask, oat cask. Thank yeah. you. Our yeah. episodes are characterized by the, the liquor. Yeah. I love that. Yes. That's kind of what I'm aiming for, but sometimes we interview. <laughs> I thought you were going to pull that straight into your flask yeah, then. <laughs> well, uh, so I have a certificate from whiskey school oh. in oh. Edinburgh, Scotland. I used to work at the, the restaurant in the Scotch oh. Whiskey Heritage Centre. Do tell. So you're supposed to take a sip. Mm-hmm. Take a, you take a smell. Mm-hmm. Have a sniff. It smells like whiskey to me. Yep. That is whiskey. Have a little sip. I'll sip next. Ooh. Like a vanilla, it's got a bit of a vanilla vibe to it, I reckon. This I, one, yum. and then and then you can and you got the burn, you mm-hmm. know, so the whiskey burn. So now, if you touch a little bit of water in there, mm. oh, yeah, yeah, have a little splash. You release the snake, right? So yeah. you release the snake because you can see it move around. Yeah. You're welcome to, you know, you, you know, you release this. <laughs> that's that's more like it. That's more like. Did it. you just make, turn your finger into an eyelet, dab I, the water off the table, I and did. put it in his? Can I just can I just be very clear? If I was to do that to his drink, he wouldn't. Not drink a it. chance. Yeah, he would not drink it at all. The germaphobe out I, there. Yeah, definitely not yeah. me. Yeah, no. definitely him. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. I mean, would you like a finger drop? I'm okay. Thank yeah. you. I actually, I've <laughs> tempted as uh, tempting as that is. I've had this. So this is the Suntory whiskey. We've had it on a few episodes, actually. What do you know? What they say. What's that? For relaxing times. Yeah. Okay, shall we get into the topic of today? We should. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Okay, so thank you guys so much for rocking up today. Absolutely. Uh, give us a little taste of what you do. Um, I guess, hint, hint for anyone wondering. We met mm. through podcasting equipment. Would you say that? I guess you could say that. Sort yeah. of. Yeah. I'm Liam. That's, that's <laughs> I'm Rob. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Have, yeah. have we just taken over this already? <laughs> Would you like to rein it back in? No, go. Because this is what we go do. On. Go this on. Is, this is basically our, um, so we do a podcast called the That's Rank yeah. podcast. Yeah. And this is basically how we start. We press record. We start bantering mm-hmm. for like, what, half an hour before we actually start the, <laughs> the podcast. We can do. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then we, we rank stuff, but. A bit of a twist, yeah. a bit of a twist. But I think we'll come to that later on when we talk about how we got to where we are now mm-hmm. uh, in relation to the podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like you've hooked me in with the podcast voice. You guys have very podcasty voices. Thank you. Like not many people like their voices, but like you've got some nice voices, you know. No, I appreciate that. I actually don't sound like this normally. Oh. Like in my real life. <laughs> Did you just turn it on? You're like, I'll yeah, see yeah. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as there's a microphone in front of me, I'm like, uh, g'day everybody, yeah, Liam here. Yeah. My real life, I'm like, g'day guys, how's it going? <laughs> Get back to work, you lot. That's what I'm like. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. 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 It's, very off, it's very off-putting. Yeah. Like when I started <laughs> podcasting with him, I was like, what the... But I was like, that voice is gold. It's magic. He's got he's got the je ne sais quoi, yeah. I think, in, in oh, Liam's voice. Oh, yeah. nice. When yeah. he turns it on, it comes on. Yeah, nice. Mm, nice. That's right. that's right. And like this is what Rob brings to the podcast. Mm. Languages, yeah. French. Je ne sais quoi, yeah. That's it. He's got to have it, it there. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't, right. I don't know what he's talking about, but it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eau de toilette, you know, the, the common stuff. Yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, it, it's kind of interesting because – 
Like uh, Liam came yeah. into this podcast through, I guess, someone else leaving it. So yeah, me and my cousin Alex used to do a podcast mm. together called Hope It's a Trap. Mm-hmm. And then like I was kind of like the steady hand that was doing all the editing, doing all the production. Yeah. You know, I like, was doing the intros and outros and kind of like the, like the, the, the main kind of person bring it together. Yep. And then Alex was kind of like the random person coming in a little bit more spontaneous okay. and a little bit more miscellaneous. Um, and then Alex was also spontaneous, miscellaneous and unreliable, just oh, to put that out rhyme. there. No, yeah, no, sure. <laughs> We'll take it. We'll take it. And, 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 and that's, when, that's when Liam came into the podcast. And now Liam has kind of assumed that kind of leadership quality, Liam. Like you hold it down, I think, when uh, we do, do a th- podcast. Do you think so? I think so. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. But it's funny because Big Al, we, I call him Big Al. Yeah. Um, I think it's funny because he's not as big as us, but we call him Big Al because mm. it's, it's fun. <laughs> but he was definitely like the um, – well, how can you say he was? He's, he's a firecracker. Mm-hmm. Like mm. he's he's very like witty. He's always thinking about the next thing to say. He's very yeah. onto it, right? And and I think Big Rob and Big Al, I call you both big. I do that. That's just, just how like it. how you put them on the pedestal. You're like to me, they are mm-hmm. almighty. That's right. I like yeah. that. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's how the, I choose to interpret that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and rightly so. And rightly so. But they had different dynamics, right? So Al and Rob had a dynamic, and Rob and myself have a dynamic that are very very different mm-hmm. from each other. And I think that's what, um, yeah, it's hard to explain. Like, as if you go back and listen to the Hope It's a Trap shows, mm-hmm. they de- uh, Al and Rob have a, this this chemistry together that's kind of it's kind of unmatchable in a way. Mm. It's unmatchable. So I, f- I felt like I had pretty big shoes to fill mm. when I stepped in. I won't lie. Well, I think that goes to that's about the rapport that you build with somebody else. Like, I can't have the same rapport with Alex as I do with you, though. On the flip side of that, court. no, that's true. Um, and, you know, you develop, I think me and Liam developed our rapport just mm-hmm. through friendship, like for probably about 10, yep. 10, 12 years of friendship, 10, 12. What, as first, of right now? As of right now, 15. No, yeah, we're going on 15. Bro. Yeah, 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 oh, 15. Yeah. But anyway, f- whereas me and Alex have got, you know, um, a few more years. Let's yeah. just say that. Let's just say that. Yeah. So the marriage <laughs> is getting stale. You've got a young new hussy on the scene. That's Liam, right. Mente, Liam. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. This is my trophy podcast. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah I've into it. I, I brought a sports car <laughs> and I found Liam. You like voice <laughs> search for him. You're like, there it is. Yep. That's I'm ready right. for something new That's and right. fresh. This is really romantic. I had no idea. I don't know why I'm turning it into this. We also yeah. put the mood lighting on in this um in the hen house studio. I so. like I do like this idea of you've just I'm just gonna throw an idea out there on the table yeah. right now. Because you've just touched on the idea of voice, mm. all right? And how you meet people through voice and you're attracted to different voices in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. What about like a Tinder but for voice? Have you heard of Love is Blind? It's on Netflix. It's a series. They are in separate rooms where they don't see each other, but they talk to each other. And it's funny because we were talking today about the difference between the the American one and the Japanese one. Mm. So the American one, they're very much like (laughs) they don't focus on the voice, cadence, sound, whatever. They focus more on like the personality of the person. Oh, he sounds rich. Yeah. Yeah. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? Mm. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Where'd you go to school? Yeah. Where'd you grow up? Snooze fest. Yeah. Um. Where, do, where, 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 do you, where do you summer in, in June? Yeah. Uh, Literally. Jersey? Uh, no. Yeah. We, we can't, we can't be friends. You. Whereas the Japanese actually make comments based on someone's voice and they're like, oh, he sounds kind of feminine. Like, I'm not sure if I'm into that. Or he sounds feminine. I really like that he's in touch with X, mm. Y, and Z. Yeah. So... Like the Japanese, I feel, would be much more polite about the whole thing as well. Very much more, very much more. Like they're very, um, they are just polite people. And it could probably mm. shows the differences in their cultures straight away. Like the Americans are judging from the get-go. Mm. Japanese probably are as well, but they're not as 
up front. Fourth right, yeah. 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 Australian version's like, oi! Yeah. <laughs> do you want a band? <laughs> <laughs> yes or no, it's not that hard. Guys. How, how, how do you put sauce on your pie? <laughs> Actually, oh, smudge you around my finger. Oh, you're yeah, a match. <laughs> That's <laughs> so interesting. Smudge it with your finger. People do that. Liam, yeah. how do you put sauce in your pie? I don't. I don't really. Oh, there you go. Don't really. I yep. think if I do, I smudge it with, uh, like, I pick off a piece of the crust and I inside smudge it with, yeah, and I smudge mm. it with the crust piece, so okay. as my hands don't get dirty. That's very, very. Mm. That's uh. very, very cultured. Yeah, because yep. I feel like very if you're classy. gonna dip your finger in it, you're mm. gonna then have to pop it into your mouth and do one yep. of them, yep. like. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, it's literally handheld food though. So like, are you eating with a knife and a fork? No, like, absolutely. So not. Your, your hands are all over it yeah, anyway. So outside. just embrace it. What about yeah. the idea of taking the entire top off and then squeezing the the, uh, sauce, the sauce inside yeah. the meat and then mm. closing the lid again? Oh, but ow! Do you want to lose your tongue? Like, what sort of sorcery is that that yeah. you're managing yeah. to yeah. take a bite out of a closed pie? It's just time. Just give it a sec. Insane, yeah. And cool down. This is the dangerous game that we all play with pies, though. Like, this is the thing about pies. Like, you can put the sauce on however however you want, but can you survive the molten lava? That's true. Like, how do you navigate that hole when you're trying to balance it from side to side? And you're just trying to, like, oh, And sometimes, like, you know, you can do yourself real damage. I was about to say, like, Mm. when you're holding it from the back, you bite it, you don't notice the crack, and then it's in between the webbing of your fingers. Mm. Too late, then. It's just so, yeah, pain, agony. You You either drop it or you just have to just... Just do it. Put it all in your mouth at yeah. once. And then lick the webbing somehow. You were getting a really delightful mm. insight into how our podcast ah, yeah. goes, by the way. Yeah. Like I've listened to a few episodes. and it li- Episodes? Episodes. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> if I was listening to episodes. Love is, love is blind? Not her. Uncut jam. Episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. While we're on the topic of podcasts, quick, and let's rein it in real fast. Um, mm, do it. The... Method of creating a podcast. So I feel like we actually did get some insightful info in that. So in terms of like developing the relationship of a um, with a podcast host, co-host, if you will, mm-hmm. um, Hannah and I have that sort of, you know, I'll do a lot of them um, spearheading it on my own um, and then I'll do a lot with her as well. And we had completely different like dynamic and the banter is like there and um, – it's just nice to have that support, but it was really hard to find someone. And it's still like you still need to define why you need that co-host and if they're just a mm. support, if they are someone that's all in, are they on the same level? Do they do what they say they're going to do? That sort of thing. So yeah, 100%. if you were to advise people or how did we talked about how you guys found each other, but can you go into depth a little bit more about why you thought you needed a co-host for this um, and how you guys managed to like do it well? Every time, is it a perfect process? Definitely not. I don't think mm. a perfect process actually exists. Would you agree? Mm, yeah, no. I don't, but I think that's what. And I think people often will start like the endeavor of podcasting with an idea of perfection, right? Because it's a form of media. Mm-hmm. So, like, and, and when me and Liam have started, and also when Alex started, like both iterations, like we got you get feedback from friends and family, and like when you're getting feedback, half the people are like, oh, it goes for too long. <laughs> and after people were like, no, no, I want more, I want more, I want yeah. more. Yeah. Um, and for me, a podcast is all about um, like the being a part of a conversation but in maybe not necessarily being in yourself. Mm. Like I've been, I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's pretty much all I listen to. Yeah. I've listened to podcasts for years. So like my main attraction is just the banter. Yeah. Like that's what I want to hear. Like yeah. I, I want to just have something on as I'm doing other things in life, that maybe does go for an hour, maybe even an hour and a half. Some mm. of the podcasts listen to go for two hours. Yeah. 
So, like, I think that's the key, the conversation. And can you hold a conversation? And can you just kind of, like, liberally kind of um, just feel each other out a little bit? And I think nothing – you don't hit that straight away. You don't hit that from perfection. Our podcast has very much been a process of defining it through trial and error. Mm -hmm. And we certainly – we started off with a whole different one. We started off with a podcast called Spontaneous Miscellaneous. Mm -hmm. That's rank was just a segment of that. Um, And, you know, I think had we started by trying to be – achieve the perfect podcast, I don't think we ever would have got started. No, because I think you just have to kind of just start taking those first steps mm. and then have a bit of a banter and then you kind of just we kind of stumbled across it or we found it yeah. through that process of just giving it a go. I think that's a really important point as well, like not settling on one thing, being malleable with your ideas and mm. being and wanting to change it. Because like like Rob said, we did start with spontaneous miscellaneous, which was we had like six or seven or eight different segments that we would just randomly bring in each week. Yeah. Like there was one called Armchair Traveller where Rob would uh, choose a, a country in the world mm-hmm. and then essentially quiz me on it until I figured out which one it was. Right. Uh, we had um, Sporty Jocks, which yep. is where we would talk about sports stuff. And then we had That's Rank and That's Rank was a segment within this within, within the show. Yeah. And then we got to the point where we're like, well, this is a lot of planning. Like we're two, we mm-hmm. both work full time. We both have pretty, I'd say pretty serious and pretty full on jobs. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like a creative outlet for us. It was always a creative outlet. So mm. being able to change and talk to each other and communicate those different changes was really important. Yeah. Being able to actually throw ideas and bounce them off each other. Mm-hmm. And that's actually one thing that I got early on. I got some really important feedback mm. from Rob was that I wasn't open enough to his ideas. Right. And I think I've, I've tried to get better at that. So you're like, nah. No, no, definitely, definitely. Well, but I think like I did years of like improv comedy training and things like that where it's all based on yes ending, yes ending, yes ending. And it is quite a hard thing to get into. Yeah. And I think that it's like like anything, you know, you're you're flexing the muscle. Mm. Um, You you just got to get the reps in. Right. And I think that's where I think our podcast sits now. Like I think our podcast, probably the last four or five episodes since we started doing live podcasts are probably the best that we've ever had a rhythm in, of, of doing it and we've got consistency now with the rhythm that we do it and yeah. you know we couldn't we only got there by doing all the kind of stuff before that really yeah. and by and by live he means that we actually don't plan a thing yeah like right we, the, pretty much the entire thing is improv mm. from the get-go yeah. so mm. before we would pre-plan the following week's episode yeah and be like okay we're gonna rank i don't know um our favorite movies next week mm-hmm. for an, for example and you gotta do the research do the research yep. and try and almost you almost think about it too much mm. Mm. Whereas now what we do is we have a little electronic wheel. Eventually we'll upgrade to an actual wheel mm, and yeah. and we spin it. Yeah. Whatever comes up, we rank. Awesome. Zero planning, zero anything. I think it becomes more natural, a bit more um, like the improv- improvisational stuff mm. is something that I'm working on because I definitely aren't, I haven't had the experience that Rob's had. Yeah. However, bouncing off someone like Rob, mm. who we have such a good rapport with, has helped out a lot in terms of that, uh, yeah. that, um, that kind of um, team and Liam, give yourself some credit. Like I'm far from I'm far from any kind of experienced like performer or, Tony or improviser. Tony Award winning yeah. improvisational. Yeah. We are blessed. Master. So I think me and Liam are on absolutely. E- I'm just going to say we're on equal par, Liam, when it comes to our. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, and we and we do it. Yeah, we do it together, isn't it? So like, mm. if I was mm. to do it with somebody else, it probably you know it'd be hard. It's the fact that we had now we're into this uh, rhythm with each other. Mm. I think that makes it. Well, it's interesting because you mentioned before the invite to our podcast. Mm. This is going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. You are going to come on. You're mm. going to rank some stuff with us. Awesome. But how that changes everything, will, will, it, it will change it, right? Yeah. Although judging by how party. this is going so far, probably not. <laughs> it's pretty loose. Bounty's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did one with uh, Toby. Um, he's been yep. on the show before. I did one with him. And that was a very different dynamic to what Rob and I had. Yeah. Mm. Rob did one with his mate, Rob. 
Rob, yeah, Rob, two Rob, Rob squared, yeah, yeah. Rob, squared, Rob squared, which had a very different dynamic to, and even my, my mum who listens to it every week. Thanks, mum. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> she really liked that podcast because his guest oh. Rob was a lot uh, closer to her age oh. than. Um, yeah, mm. than I am, obviously. That leads on to my next question. Yeah, I totally okay. – so, but I'll add to that as well. Like I really like the points that you said. You have to make the audience member feel like they are eavesdropping in on a conversation and mm. a good conversation where they can like actually laugh, like, you mm. know, and maybe even add to it in their heads and, you know, or disagree and agree. I think that's important to be able to mm-hmm. acknowledge that your audience can disagree with you mm. and then hopefully engage with you online or however it might be. Um, if they're, you know, potential to be a guest or even if it's not that much, just a comment like, oh, I love this, but like totally disagree that hot dogs are the top, like should be mm. in the top because of X, Y, and Z. Like that's yeah. what you want people to like, think about it, yeah. but also be yeah. able to tune out if they don't like want to fully sit there for two hours and yeah. fully engage. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that's what we realised and that's why we just embraced the whole improvised thing mm. because we realised like, like actually every week we're ranking a different topic. Mm. We didn't know the first thing about it. Yeah. Um, not, a, not a clue. Yeah. Like, literally nothing. <laughs> we often have no idea. So we're just like, so it is a bit of fun anyway, right? Yeah. No one's listening to us because they really want to find out yeah, the best three the types top? of cheese. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. So, but we have to kind of go, oh, what's the best three types of cheese? Yeah. And then in the moment, you can just make it up. <laughs> yeah. It's just a bit more. Yeah. yeah. It is that conversational thing. Because mm. that's what you do at parties, right? That's what I do at parties. Yeah. Like I hang out and I go, oh, what's. He ranks things. Yeah. I kind of do. Like yeah. I'm a kind of like a, I'm kind of a ranker. A storyteller. I'm a, yeah, and I, I, and I like to engage with friends mm. that have a shared interest, but mm. also little debates. Like, yeah. oh, you don't like wedges. Yeah. Why don't you like wedges? You know, what's the best bar food? Like, these are the kind of conversations I think everyone kind of mm. has at parties and bars, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Seen that film? What's your favorite Batman film? Like, it's the stuff that you do anyway. So I think that's where. I guess that's where we've tried to find our podcast a little yeah. bit, is in that space mm-hmm. a little bit. And that's some of the feedback I get as well, is that that whole like, oh, I, I literally put you guys on mm. while I'm doing anything else. And actually, yeah. to me, that's a compliment because mm. it, it is like that. Like people are just listening to us mm. and just enjoying it while they're getting on with their lives because that's what the feeling is, right? The feeling is you're just in there having a conversation, kind of, with, with your mates, yep. but you're not really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're yep. talking I mean, much. I would like people to be listening because I put us on par with Q&A. Mm. Oh, you yeah, know, like 100%. the Ukraine, oh, the Ukraine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tell, tell me, Liam. Like, let's let's not, <laughs> not get <down laughs> into it. But uh, as, as, no, I think you're right. Like, we, it is, it is that it's background conversation. Yeah. It's informal. Yeah, it's having yeah. a laugh. Yeah, we, we like to have a laugh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, most I, people. I do. also like to push his buttons a lot. Mm. I think that's a that's a massive part of this as well. It's mm. like we are two very very. The dynamic Different is yeah, personalities. very unique. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas we're both Virgos, huh? Interesting. <laughs> I only, only realised that tonight, actually, doing this podcast. I'm you're like, on the cusp. You're on the cusp. See, yeah. now he's choosing. He's choosing whatever works for him now. I'm a Virgo because it suits me in yeah, this yeah. moment. But if you're looking at my Jeez. birth time, um, lucky, it is Leo. Lucky to be on the cusp. Not all of us yeah. are lucky. We can just yeah. pick and choose. I'm only a Leo when I'm around Liam. Yeah. You know? Normally I'm full Virgo, but then when I'm around Liam, I'm like, oh, I just feel this Leo side just coming out. Somebody's going to be the parent of this uh, it's definitely situation. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not far off it though, because like, you do bring out the passionate side of me. Like, mm. oh, it, it, it's actually quite fun, right? Mm. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, I, I, I can, I can kind of tell when like I'm pushing a little button. Yeah. And I definitely am the kind to kind of just you know kind of keep yep. keep pushing a little bit. Yep. Like, I know the limit though. Mm. Like, I know, I know the limit. Yeah. And but on the on the converse side of that. Rob actually teaches me a lot about things that, you know, you probably shouldn't say. Yeah. Because that's not, that's like a what? <laughs> No. Like, <laughs> oh, he I'm, says you probably shouldn't say that. Yeah, I'm talking, <laughs> like, I'm talking like certain language like yeah. nowadays that you probably, you know. Oh, yeah. That I, I, I'm, I'm still kind of learning stuff about. Because mm. like, I'm, you know, I don't think about it. 
mm. as as carefully as I probably should. Mm. So that's why that's good. Mm. I like that. Yeah, that's good. That's mm. good that you like that as and well. And then I'll use it again to annoy you. Yeah. No, it is good. It is good to, that, that way. At that point where we know that you know no one's there's no hurt feelings really, yeah. like we can kind of have pretty open honest conversations mm-hmm. about things, even if it's something like. Eh, Let's maybe reframe that a little bit differently, or let's avoid maybe that word here or there. Yeah. You know, or just entire sections. We're like, should we just not use that? Yeah. Okay, let's not use Done. that. That's fine. Because there is a difference between a conversation between friends and a conversation that you're putting out there into the world as well. Yeah. So I think that's the that's the thing. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And that, and let's just be clear: we're not talking about Liam's not sitting there behind the scenes <laughs> dropping slurs of any kind. <laughs> it's just more um, nuance. It's yeah. like it's like nuances. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I was like, I where is this going? Yeah, Do we actually like you as a person? <laughs> Hold on. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so then, when it comes to like having the authority, or as some people like to say, when it comes to white men starting a podcast, and I'm going to say it like that, yeah. the audacity. Well, that's what we are. That's what we are. <laughs> the audacity yeah. to be like, someone actually wants to hear me talk. Mm-hmm. Um, what then do you think people get out of it? And I guess the next question will be like, how much do you edit what you say and how you talk? So initially, what makes you think people want to hear what I, I talk about? So for a good example for the business podcast is I think and I know that people want to hear business owner stories because sure. they tell me that. They told me that before I started this and while I'm doing it. 100%. So that's why I know. And as soon as some someone says like, or the listenership drops off or whatever, mm. um, how do you know? Is it? that your listenership is – you put it out there and your listenership grew? Is it that you had a, n- a niche that you already wanted to, like, dive into? What Like, what gives you the authority to start a podcast? What makes you think I can do this or I should? Well, I think you touched on the point. We're two white males, so mm. we just assume that the world yeah. Has, yeah. wants to yeah. hear what we want to yeah, say, right? Yeah. I don't know. What, I don't know. Why is that even a question? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> no, it is actually something that I've been really sensitive to all yeah. the way because like, I started it for fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. I started doing it for fun. And yeah. then like I started realising that, oh, I'm like such a cliche. Like I'm a guy, I'm, I'm a, a white true. cis male in my 30s <laughs> with a podcast. Like I am a total cliche. Yeah. Like, you, um, t- you told me we were filling a hole in the market. That's the only reason <laughs> I came along. Unbelievable. <laughs> So it, it's it. Uh, and I, like, honestly, I'm not. I haven't always been entirely comfortable with the idea. I'm mm. like, oh, but then I've also felt like, well, it's not something I should stop because it's mm. it is just something that I enjoy doing. And I think mm. at the end of the day, like that's um, part of it for me is like, like from a, a professional point of view. Like I do want to expand my career outside of what I'm doing full time, mm. and I do want to be doing more. I, I want to be working in the arts more. Do I ever perceive myself making money off my podcast? No. Okay. Like I'm re- I'm interested in making films. Yeah. Um, but it's a really, it's a fun and it's an achievable way of just creating content regularly mm. and having somewhat of a, a presence, mm-hmm. you know? So you can just catch up with a mate, do a podcast, which I think we find enjoyable to do. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and <laughs> may hopefully this help why, find why a bit more of a, a bit, yeah. a bit more. <laughs> I enjoy every minute of that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I don't need to hold a gun to his head. I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've got pictures. <laughs> Damn it, man. You're supposed to tell anybody. Yeah, well, was this 1993? I've got, <laughs> I've got all this. Polaroids, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting, though, hearing that hearing that kind of that side of it because I actually have goals of turning into this into something mm. from a monetary perspective. Mm. Like, that's one of the biggest challenges, though, like is how, mm. we, how to get, get to that point. Because mm. like you said, yeah, we're a couple of straight white dudes doing mm. a podcast. Every mofo's got one of those, yeah. right? So, you know, we, we kind of looked at, that's Rank. We're pretty much the only podcast by like one that was defunct in 2019 that's called That's Rank. Yep. In, you know, the world. Yep. Sure. 
yeah, confidence is we'll key. Do that. It yeah. was the it's the world. The world. We're taking over the world We're one body at a time. Yeah. That's our little pocket though. Right? That's yeah. literally what we've got. That's mm-hmm. it. Like outside of that, like we I think it's fair to say neither of us are super big on social media, like in terms of how to use it. Mm-hmm. I try and post here and there. Um not as sporadically. Like I don't have the energy or time to mm. to, to spread the word that way. Yeah. But it's something that I want to, to pursue though. Mm. I want I wanna I wanna put this voice out there in terms of, you know, I'd love to do it with Rob, but well, it, don't get me wrong, I'd love to be able to like no, he, he make money out of it if I if I could. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's it was not more priority. just Well it isn't it isn't. Like yeah. I guess I'm it's you know uh it isn't it isn't. Like I'm I guess these days I think if you, if you want to work on the arts, you've actually got to be thinking multi platform and you've got yeah. to be thinking about that is true also. not just the content you're putting out there, but your brand as an artist as well. Mm-hmm. Like you've actually got to be thinking about both those things. And a, a lot of people will be They'll be they'll have a persona in the arts and they'll but yeah. they'll write a book and they'll might have a podcast mm-hmm. you know and they'll they'll make a movie and they'll act in something and they'll be on a radio show like they're all you're all over the place yeah. these days and That's I think true. it's cause it's just about having that presence in the uh, in the zeitgeist mm. so yeah. to speak so that's a, I mean and I don't think and either of us are under no false illusions necessarily that will necessarily get there but mm. it's also kind of nice just to have a little fun and give it a go as well. Mm. Like, I think that's an important part, especially because obviously this is the Perth Business Podcast. So from a business perspective, that's one of the most important things to do though is actually starting it. You've got to start it somewhere, right? Yeah. So if you never begin, there's no room to grow anyway. Yeah. And so by... By us just having one, so we release, we record twice a week, no, twice a fortnight. So we have one night we record twice, mm-hmm. but we release every week, okay, consistently. Every actually, the night we're recording tonight, yep. a new episode will go out, yeah, um, six thirty every Tuesday, and that consistency hopefully leads towards you know building a steady kind of um, base, yeah. Right? If people spread the word, people that you know word gets out that we release every Tuesday, they know that every Tuesday it's going to be there. So if that starts growing, mm-hmm. we could just find ourselves in you know a year's time, all of a sudden we've got like thousands of listeners and mm. then we can start going down that, that pathway of going, okay, let's go see who can sponsor us or who can do this or who can do that. Yeah. You know, that'll take some, that'll take some extra kind of legwork. Yeah. But you know, it could be something that happens down the line. Yeah. But I think with any business like that, consistency is key initially. Yeah. If you don't have that, if you're just higgledy piggledy yeah. all over the, all over the shop going, ah, should we yeah, just, Throw the shit at the wall and see if it sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many people have you had on your podcast where that's been their their tactic? Yeah, quite a few actually. I feel oh, there like you go. a lot of what people are like, or if, if they're not, if it's not like through like just spray and pray approach, it's a lot of like we spray were. <laughs> it's a lot of like we thought we went down one path and we thought this was going to happen, and then something else happened, and we had to adapt. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So that's a lot of what we've sort of heard, and there's another um, Dave Monk. Uh, from I'm gonna forget now, but I'm interviewing him on the podcast, and he basically um, mentored mentors people on how to um, adapt the marketing of their podcast to okay. then grow, gain reach, that sort mm. of thing. So through things like SEO, things that you wouldn't think a podcast needs. Okay. Um, and I've put some of those in practice since I last went to one of his workshops at the podcast festival in Perth. Mm-hmm. Um, Perth podcast festival. Um, PPF. Uh, p- p- yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 no, that's Perth Fashion Festival. Oh, uh, that is true. Sorry, my apologies. Which is now, I guess, that's no longer <laughs> happening. So, um, 
the, yeah, and the SEO practices that we learned from him actually did gain us reach and we were now on a list somewhere, number 81 in the entrepreneur podcasts. In like wow. Yeah, and didn't know there was a list for it, but as soon as I changed the settings mm. in the podcast, like how I actually upload the podcast and what I'm calling it and categorizing it as, um, that impacts who listens to it. And obviously, like on your social media, you'll have hashtags or um, depending on where you're uploading it, people who listen on one channel, if they don't listen on the channel that you've uploaded and you don't upload on theirs, mm. they're not going to hear your podcast no matter how big you grow um, unless they change the channel, like Spotify versus iTunes, for example. Sure, gotcha. Mm. See, this, these are our challenges, right? Mm. These are currently our challenges because mm. like, I don't think either of us are going to say that we're – a massive podcast right now. We have mm. goals. We have lofty aspirations. Yeah, same. And yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So you know, we got some. We got some work to do. Yeah. And it's good to it's good to get this kind of these ideas for us as well. Yeah. Because now we can go. Who's this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave Monk. We'll definitely we'll have him Dave. on. I'll share. <laughs> Dave. What do I have to tweak? Tell me. Help me. I'll co-host with you when you do that one. I'll be yeah, still yeah. Like taking notes. <laughs> <Yeah. so I'm laughs> like, <laughs> Actually, not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Co-host will just be a little scribe in the corner of the room. Yeah, just, just taking, a fly on yeah, the wall. That's right. That's right. It's a bloody big fly on the wall. <laughs> oh, the roadie? I'll be the roadie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just be out hanging front, out. Like, hey, Dave, how long are you going to be here? <laughs> Show me your titties. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Rob, we can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> we can't say that. We can't say that. But you can bump in that light. There's like yeah. just that one light. Bump that in. Halo light, yeah. Make sure everyone's got water. Mm. In the corner, take notes, bump it out. Yeah. Done. I can do that. I can lift that light stand. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty light. Yeah. <laughs> I go over, I lift it. I'm like, oh, my back. <laughs> my back. <laughs> that also sounds like us, to be honest. <laughs> it also sounds like us. <laughs> okay. So in terms of editing and all that sort of work oh, that yes. you have to do behind the scenes, mm. um, like I like how you mentioned you don't have time for the socials. And from my perspective – I do all the editing, the social posting, um, the guest networking, like, you know, liaising with people, s- searching for guests or talking to them um, if they approach us. Uh, so editing is actually a huge thing for me. And like the first, you were talking about Toby before, his recommendation to me was to film it. Um, and besides not wanting to be on camera, like you kind of get over that shit because you're like, it's not about me. I, you know, it's about the podcast. Yeah. I don't have time to edit video. I don't have the software at the moment. I could get it, you know, but I don't have the time to tweak video as opposed to audio, which is a lot easier in my opinion to sure. edit. Yeah. Um, so how do you guys uh, prioritize, I guess, the editing process and what you put into obviously the planning now you do it um, spontaneously, which cuts out all of that time. Yeah. But in terms of editing, putting that out there, how important is it? Um, I guess it would dairy, dairy, vary for the different podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm way ahead. My brain's like 10 steps ahead of me. Um, you think about the coffee you yeah. have later. <laughs> the dairy in there. The so dairy I had earlier today, actually. Tom's not happy, but it's all right. We'll brush <laughs> over that. It's fine. Look, if you have to leave, we'll just take over for like 20 yeah, minutes yeah. and then come back. <laughs> 20 minutes. Yeah. I don't know how long it takes you. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm thinking about myself here. Tell you what, if it's dairy, it's going to be a pretty fast one. <laughs> pretty fast <laughs> it's going to shoot yeah. right out of there. Bada bing, bada boom, in and out. <laughs> plus, you had, plus you had like pork ribs. You had bit, like a latte and pork ribs for lunch. Oh and you're like, God. oh my God, who's doing that? <laughs> I don't Dude, know. I don't know. I don't know how we got I don't know how we got here, actually. But I anyway. said dairy instead of berry. Yeah, yeah. Very different podcasts. So the editing side of things. Mm. I mean, that's the kind of the advantage of recording two in one night mm. is because it gives me essentially a fortnight to do two. Mm. Like I know that next week is going to like is, is the first one. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, and I've been meaning to actually bring this up mm. is we, we always reference the previous podcast mm. in the second podcast. Yeah. Now there's been times where I've ed- been editing and one will just be smooth. Like we'll just mm. go through the whole thing and there might be like two tweaks that need to happen. 
the other one might need a lot more work. So it'd be really good if I can just pre- like release this one, the the good one, mm. and then work on the other one. But because we reference them across yeah, the right. across the board, they don't always have that luxury. Yeah. Um, but I found that since spontaneous miscellaneous days, when it was lots of different sections mm-hmm. all together, and we were planning it, funnily enough, the more we planned it, I have, I found the more it was the more difficult it was to edit. Yeah. Mm. Um, because there was a lot. It was actually a lot more ums and a lot more. Uh, just extra fluff that yeah. didn't actually need to be there. When we do the improv stuff, the fluff is just us talking about random shit. Mm-hmm. And I've actually cut all of those bits out and I've made a full episode of dunk things we talk about that don't really fit into any episode. Right. So say, for example, in this climate we live in where, you know, COVID just means like we can't get together and record for one week. Yeah. I have an episode ready to go just full of us talking absolute nonsense. Yeah, I love that. No ranks. Mm. Just nonsense. Just bits. Yeah. Like a clip show. Yeah, it's yeah. like a clip show. Yeah, we did that. We did like an intro to Hannah and Taryn and people actually really liked it because we were really hesitant to post it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even we did like a little story about us um, recording in a, a studio. might have been this one. I can't remember. But um, on the stories uh, on Instagram and people messaged and they were like, oh, cool to see the BTS, like behind the scenes stuff. Like yeah. cool to see who you are. Um, and then I put up a story that was like, do you actually want to hear a little bit more about me and Hannah? And people were like, yes, yes, yes. Like, awesome. um, so we did three episodes. One was us together, like with the podcast, who we are. And then two, the two following were individual, a little bit about us. Um, That's really neat though. Cause I mean, mm. in, in this kind of format, in your format, I guess mm. you probably don't have as much time to get into your own mm. like personalities, I suppose. Right. Mm-mm. Not too much. Yeah, not too much. Unless yeah. it's about, so like if something marketing comes up, you'll get a little snippet of like a mm. story from my background and then Hannah in HR, but it's more like our interpretation or opinion, not so much like, yeah, I had this time when I had a client because it's not about us. Like sure. the interviews are about the client, um, the guest. Yep. Yeah. 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 So no, we don't have any authority to start a podcast mm. at all. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We've come full circle. We've I love come it. Full circle. I and love it. Yeah, no, we don't. But I'm, but I'm running no illusions that we necessarily no. do or should have either. But, but at the same time, it's like, well, why can't we? Yeah, we can still have. <laughs> yeah, fun why not? Well. Yeah, I think I think you know it's it's important for us to just kind of do the things we enjoy doing. Mm. You know, sometimes the, the the biggest YouTube stars started out from just doing it for fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like one of the one the guy I watch all the time is a guy called Philip DeFranco, mm. right? He's got his YouTube channel. He's been doing this for years, like since YouTube was a baby, right? Yeah. And he's just developed and changed and morphed himself into what he does today. Mm-hmm. But he's changed, right? And I find a lot of the people who haven't changed since 2005 when YouTube started are gone. Mm. Mm-hmm. It is gone. Mm-hmm. So it's- You gotta it's, be shifting, changing. You have to. Mm. Yeah. Adaptable, yeah. But I think it's like, it, like, I guess, you know, what do you do? Like, if you have an interest in art, like what, mm. do, you, what, do, what do you do for a hobby? Like you create the art. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's that's that passion for it as well. Yeah. And I think, I, I think like the whole idea of, um, I don't know, media is, is a funny landscape, and I think about this quite a bit because, like, when I grew up, I grew up in a time of like studio releases um, and everything, you know, films. Like yeah. everything was film. Like before prestige TV was a thing, mm-hmm. and there was magazines, there was newspapers. Like there was these really clear institutions, right, and clear gatekeepers as to how things released and then where you could go you know often you have to physically go somewhere to consume something um and these days you know it's a it's a bit different right like Mm -hmm. there's the content's so different like and i work with a lot of young people Mm. and like 
Like, I, I don't think necessarily people are even watching Netflix. Like, I think Netflix yeah. is like passe now. Yeah. Like, it's like it's all, like it's it's about this democratized kind of media um, culture. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's self-producing kind of content on TikTok and YouTube, and that's really that's what that's what particularly young people are just like consuming. Like, yeah. they barely even hardly honestly, they, I don't think they're even necessarily watching that many TV or. Or movies or consuming the things that I think are like young and hip anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like clearly, clearly I'm not young and hip <laughs> anymore. But point being, like that whole that the whole institution yeah. has kind of broken down and now it's all self produced stuff. And yeah. I think yeah. at the end of the day, if you're having fun, like that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. Because it's such such a saturated market. Mm. Like it is really hard to to get a hit. Um and I guess I, f- I think for our podcast as well, like and what I've realised looking at all that stuff is so much is just pure personality based. Like it's not even necessarily what people are like the the content mm. so much like the crit- where it's criticism or whether people are providing insights or, or whatever it might be. It's just their personality that people are just drawn to kind of personalities. And I don't think you can. There's only so far you can go in constructing that. Mm-hmm. Like you've actually just probably just got to be yourself and hope and, and and have fun of it. And maybe something takes. Maybe yeah. it doesn't. But yeah. That's uh, that's the stuff that I'm interested in, at least anyway. Yeah. yeah, it would be silly to think that like podcasts that rank things are not like all like mm. everywhere, right? Yeah, like that's bread and butter for podcasting, mm. like YouTubing. Like it's like a YouTube algorithm thing, it's right? Rank, everyone yeah. just ranks shit, yeah. like just how it goes. Yeah. But you know, trying to find even that little smallest little change in it, which is doing it. You know, a slogan that I've been well I've been trying to work on a slogan. It's not the best three things of all time. It's just the best three things right now. Mm. It kind of sums it up in a nutshell. It's just like we literally have to go, okay. Like my favorite, my best example is when we did the cocktails episode. It was one of our very first yeah. random rank ones. Yep. In my head, because I'm a you know I'm functioning alcoholic, <laughs> I actually thought of cocktails, like actual cocktails. I'm like, okay, this is good. This is good. I like those cocktails. Like yeah. Long Island iced teas, espresso martinis, old fashions. Yeah. This guy is number three. The cocktail sausage. Oh, no. No, no. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> right? Outside the box. Not, yeah, not, that's great. Not a big cocktail drinker, right? Yeah, not that's great. The not best cocktail sausages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Num- he's, num- he's number one, the 1988 movie Cocktail starring oh, Tom Cruise. Oh, brilliant. Sometimes you've got to think on your feet like that, yeah. you know. Another example was the zoo episode we did recently. Not a huge fan of the zoo. Yeah. His answers were better than mine. <laughs> yeah. I love the zoo. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. My favorite place. <laughs> I just realized I'm like the cranky old guy. Yeah. Like, I don't like these, I like cocktails. <laughs> I'm glad he's I'm glad he's finally worked that out. Yeah. Someone had to tell him. He figured it out himself. Yeah. That's all oh, I that's God. all I've been hoping you're for. You're the culture, time. you're the culture of the podcast. He actually is. Mm. It's true. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So the dynamic works really well. The audacity is the fact that like you guys have the good personalities and senses of humor to, mm. uh, per, like, potentially have someone else identify with that, you know, yes. during the conversation. So I always think, like, what another white guy starting a podcast is, it's, you know, it's actually kind of suitable because you have so many other white guys who are going to listen to him. But then <laughs> if they've got something good to say, then that audience could be broader than that. So, like, you do it. You do it, man. I think one of the best um, podcasts is, I just find it really funny because I met the guys in this studio um, the guy who runs Frio Memes. Have you seen Frio Memes on Instagram? I've seen it. What's, yeah. a, what's yeah. a meme? Um, <laughs> it's pronounced meme. <laughs> meme? Um, <laughs> what's a meme? Actually, 
Uh, so he, yeah, and he creates like his little side thing is he creates memes for Frio players and like that whole. He's got a whole bloody universe. As in Frio Dockers players. Yeah. I should know this guy there. Yeah, yeah, you should. He's not. He's like nineteen or something. Eighteen, nineteen. <laughs> Checks out. He's a baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they have a podcast. But listening to what they talk about, I like personally not my like not my world so yeah. i probably wouldn't identify with it and listen to it on and on but then i look at their social channels and people are like they oh yeah they're on fire yeah they know how to do they, the, young, yeah. the young kids know how to do the socials though like because they grew up with it right that's yeah. like that's their bread and butter because yeah. that's all they know that's how they communicate yeah are, are they young kids like how how 19, 19. So he's like 19, oh, 19. Oh, yeah. Wow. Baby yeah. fresh yeah, wow. out the womb yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> jeez i can say that I'm old now. We've all been there. I lock myself out all the time when I was 18, 19. Wild years. Wild years. Crazy (laughs) times. That is the wildest of God, I'm sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. That's, that's how they communicate, right? That, that, mm. their, their memes is how they get along. So they, if they if they know that language and they know how to describe that to people. If, yeah. I, if we chucked out memes for our podcast, the people who listen to us would be like, what, what's, what's any of this? Yeah, what, what does any this of this mean? mean? Yeah. Yeah, not um, relatable. Mm. Maybe if we're going to tap into that nineteen-year-old mm. audience, then maybe we should mm. start doing some memes. Some memes, yeah. Some memes. I know a guy. Mm. It is. A, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good point about our podcast, though. Like, and it's just like a, just a full transparency of it. Like, you know, we are really we're, we're kind of hobbyists, really, Liam. I know we have dreams. And we want to. We want to have aspirations. At, yeah. You know, we want to. We want to make t- maybe take it places. But I think the reality is we didn't actually think about it that much. Yeah. We just started doing it. Do you know mm. what I mean? Um, yeah. I think I yeah. know, so. I don't know. It's so it is hard to now comment on like as a business from a mm-hmm. business angle. Like, how do we conceive the idea? It's like, well, it was just about trying to be kind of silly and funny and have fun ourselves, really. Um, but now we're at a point where we're like, actually, we kind of like what we're doing. Yeah. And now, oh, we like what we're doing. We think we, the feedback we tend to get is kind of like people find it interesting. Yeah. Now the challenge for us is well. You know, if we're going to keep doing this every second Tuesday night, you know, and dedicate time to do it, well, how do we then th- now take the next steps to maybe try to put it out there? And that's mm-hmm. the, that's a really hard question. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, from my perspective is I had the same thing. It was a hobby for me. It was just, like, mm-hmm. see how you go. And then I lost the first um, co-host and I was like, well, I still want to keep doing it. She Not still locked sure outside? She's Did like you check outside? Out Hannah, she's been there the whole time. <laughs> Brilliant. Improv pays off. God damn. I meant the first co-host ever of all time, um, who was actually an ex-partner of mine. So, like, once you cut that person off, they're gone forever. Like, yeah. so you're, um, and it was all about, like, okay, why did this work? And why didn't it work? What ways didn't it work? So how can I improve that? So I think I just, as the kids say, winged it. Mm-hmm. I winged it. Wong it. I wong it. Wanged it. You no. wanged it. Yeah, you no. wanged it hard. <laughs> wanged it hard. <laughs> I can see the cogs behind your eyes. <laughs> yeah. There's only one of them. <laughs> Just, the Just spinning. <laughs> it's going. that monkey from The Simpsons. <laughs> it's literally me. It is my brain. Yeah. <laughs> my, my Such a proud look on your face. Yeah. Yeah. That's my brain. Uh, yeah. You actually sat up straighter. Yeah. <laughs> My wit is slow. <laughs> You're welcome. But there are people who can relate to that, so it works. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> As I was saying. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's about like following what your not only what your audience is responding to, but also what you feel is right. Because like you'll definitely get that. And we have a whole episode with an intuition coach. Yeah, who's like yeah. we talk about gut feelings. Because like yeah. you'll 
there's so much said uh, to be said for having a business plan and for making a persona because everyone said to me, you have to have a persona. And mm. I was like, oh my God, I'm the so far away from the fake person. Like I can't, mm. I get the giggles. I can't fake shit. I can't lie. Like I'm super obvious. Mm. I mean, I can lie if I try really hard, but like it's really <laughs> difficult. You know, like, um, so I think if you just like are authentic, you do what you feel is right in your gut intuitively um, and you learn along the way and you accept it as a learning like nothing's going to mm. be a failure it's a podcast you didn't invest a million dollars into it like yeah. and if you did yeah. I'm so sorry for your loss but like <laughs> do you know what I mean like it's really not a thing yeah yeah that's right so <laughs> it's yeah you know that's so that's just not just about podcasting mm. but that's just the process I think of developing as an artist as mm. well um, and I always remember the story of two filmmakers called the Duplass brothers okay who rose to prominence with the Mumblecore movement. Do you know what the, the Mumble... No. So the Mumblecore movement was like the late 2000s movement or explosion. Like, like yeah. Lena Dunham. Lena oh, Dunham. yes. She came out of Mumblecore. The oh. Duplass brothers came out of Mumblecore. I and it was, I'm just it a was bit dumb in that arena, but go <laughs> on. Yeah. Don't. don't. I'm, I'm just as lost as you are. I, I, I have a degree Corps. in film. I so have do a degree I. in film. I have a real interest in it. So I have I really a degree in film as well. I have no <laughs> idea what he's talking about. Mumblecore. I know Lena Dunham. Go on. Mumblecore. So it was about home... Basically, making uh, feature films using like um, at that stage kind of home video cameras and things like that so the audio quality was always quite poor but the but the it was about story and it was about content yeah point being when they were first understanding before they became mumblecore filmmakers and then successful film and television makers they were just a bunch of guys trying to make uh, two brothers trying to make like basically recreate their favorite artist stuff I feel so like for this them is this is me and my friend in grade six when we were recreating like the phrase, you know, music with our home camera. Yeah. Embarrassing. Anyway, yeah. go yeah. on. I identify with it is what I'm saying. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so the D Plus brothers were trying at that stage, like yeah. trying to and talk about it. They were trying to recreate the Coen brothers films. Yeah. So the, do you know the Coen brothers? Yes, I've heard of them. So the Coen brothers, obviously like a, like a fairly famous duo mm -hmm. of brothers. And they were just trying to basically recreate their style, recreate their content. Now, mm -hmm. Their idea of success was being able to replicate what their heroes, so to speak, were doing. Yeah. And then they had no success. Like yeah. they weren't getting their films made or financed. They weren't getting them anywhere. And then one day they, were just, they literally got home and they are like, oh. Like they realised that. Like all we're trying to do is recreate our favourite yeah. filmmaker's stuff. What are we going to do? Well, let's just do something about today. What did you do today? Well, I tried to record uh, record a, 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 an answering machine message. Going back, answering yeah. machines. Yeah, yeah. I tried to recall an answering <laughs> machine message and it took me all afternoon. And they're like, well, let's make a film about that. Yeah. So like in the afternoon, they just made a short film there on the spot oh, cool. about trying to uh, make an answering machine message. And yeah. that was the first film that got into their first festival. Oh. And that was opened their career. Yeah. And I think the, sto the, mor the, mor the moral of the story is like it's a common journey. Like when you start off by saying, I like this content, mm -hmm. I want to make this content myself. Well, then you just rep replicate everything that's come before. Yeah. Until you get to a point of, um, like I said, a point of confidence maybe with it or just like a, a point in your journey where you just actually learn to figure out who you are. Mm. Like you say, you can't fake it. Yeah, light bulb like moment. You, yeah, yeah, light bulb moment. And you, ha and you just have to tap into who we all like in intrinsically kind of are, like our mm. own personalities. Because like, you can't fake it. You can't. It just has to be spontaneous and real. Yeah. People, I think people can really sense the authenticity in podcasts. Mm. People can tell um, when you're faking it real easy. Yeah. You're yeah. trying way too yeah. hard, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think that's where social is helpful because you get that feedback instantly and it comes hard and fast. Like you yeah. cannot hide from it. You can't 
you know, they say when you own a business or something, your friends will be your best and your worst critics because when mm. you're doing badly, they're like, yeah, you're doing fine. It's all good. Mm. And when you're doing really well, they're like, oh, but you could change this little thing. So it's it's helpful and unhelpful at the same time because you need an objective opinion and social media is where you're going to get that opinion. Mm. Or, you know, maybe there's another channel if it's not social media, you know, the YouTube comments, that sort of thing where people are like, this is shit, and if enough people if enough people say it's shit because of X, Y, and Z, yeah. you can then go, oh, what if I See, fix that? That's the thing. The X, Y, and Z is the important part. Mm. If you've people saying this is shit, don't waste my time. Yeah. If you just think it's shit, don't watch. Go do something else. Go listen to something else. But if they give constructive criticism and constructive feedback, yeah. you know, this, and like you said, if there's enough of that, if there's a large enough kind of you know, cross-section of people giving you that same mm. feedback, then, yeah, you got something to get a change. Yeah. But this is one thing that I, I think that kind of – kind of makes me wonder if social media is something that I really want to kind of pursue myself in this regard mm. is because I don't deal well with people not giving constructive criticism. Mm. It's just kind of the work that I'm in as well. Like if someone wants to give me, I did a project at work recently, I gave it to the staff and one of them came back and said, this is shit. I said, okay, th- thanks for the feedback. Help. What, yeah. what would you want me to change about it? What, what do you want me to do? Did they get back to me? No, they didn't. But you don't get that on you don't get that back and forth yeah. on 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 uh, social media because if you start that back and forth, guess what? You're in this like wormhole of just rubbish conversation. Keyboard warrior, yeah, exactly. But so that's why big brands are meant to respond. Like you, I don't care if you get a bad review because the only people that are going to review your business are when they're in a like had a shit experience. Yeah. Mm. Um, Otherwise, it looks quite inauthentic. If they're like, this is the best 10 out of 10, people often don't even believe those reviews. Mm. But if you've got a negative one and you've responded well, damn. Like, you know, that yeah. someone's going to read that review and be like, oh, they did have a shitty Airbnb because of this, but the person wrote back and was like, we really want to improve it. We've actually replaced the mattress, blah, 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 blah. Mm. You're going to go, oh, yeah, sick. So, like, before the person could have just been like, um, you know, privately, this is a bad mattress, replace it, and the person would have replaced it, you wouldn't have known. Sure. But because they've had the bad review... And then a good response mm. have that positive impact in the in the audience sphere. So we need we need more helpful trolls in the world, really. Mm. So we need we need better trolls. Troll better, yeah. We need to troll better, exactly. If you're gonna yeah. troll, like troll put better. you know, troll better. Yeah. Self reflect. Mm. We need like an ethos around trolling. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> or we need hey to like man. recapture like the, you, you know the trolls, you know, with the with the fluorescent hair, that yeah. stuck up little toy. Yes. Like yes. We need those trolls. Those, trolls. Yeah. those yeah. trolls need to be the ones providing feedback online. Yeah. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Pink, not blue. I guess exactly. I don't know why. Tell me more about that. Give me more details. I was more of a, that. I was more of a neon green. Kind yeah, of I thought myself. so. I was gonna say I can see it. Yeah, mm, yeah, I yeah. Can see it. Yeah. I don't know. I radiated mm. neon green in. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why yeah. I do that. That's it's there. It's. <laughs> <laughs> we might use that as a nice little wrap up. There. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you so much for joining. I'm so no, happy to have you guys on absolute the pleasure. Pod. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Look forward to going on yours and yeah. absolute shite. I'm excited. That's literally what we do. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Perth Business Podcast. If there's anyone that you specifically want to hear from or you think would be great on the podcast, send us a DM on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Or you can email us at theperthbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you here next time.